Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Instant Reaction edition of the Night Report Podcast. I'm your co-host, Mike Broadbent. Joining me once again is our host, Richie Schneiderite. Richie, we got another commitment from the Class of 2023 recruiting class for football. Nick Oliveira out of Clearview Regional High School in South Jersey. Uh, we're going to dive into him and talk a little bit about the transfer portal, uh, what's happened in the last 24 hours. But first, this podcast is brought to you by Bet Online. Basketball is back, and Bet Online remains your number one source for all your sports betting needs this season. You always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. As your continued source for all your sports wagering info, Bet Online features live betting, free contests, and giveaways all season long. It's always the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports and events, whether that's NFL, NBA, NHL, MMA, tennis, or even the golf. You can head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Make sure to use the promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your rewards. Bet Online, where the game starts. All right, so uh, another commitment out of the class of 2023. This is an offer that came, uh, I think, about a week ago. Uh, he was still committed to Cincinnati at the time. He recently decommitted and then committed to Rutgers this morning. Tell us a little bit about what we're getting in Nick Oliveri. Yeah, yeah, you kind of mentioned it. Um, he's been committed to since he's since June. Uh, Luke Fickle type uh, type of kid committed there. Luke Fickle obviously left for Wisconsin. He's going to do a whole new uh, whole new commitment list out there. They're going to have a whole new commitment list, mostly at Cincinnati as well. Um, but that just happens with uh, with coaching changes. But no, this is a pretty good get for Rutgers. Uh, South Jersey kid, uh, solid frame at six five, legit six five, two eighty five. Um, that's actually what we measured him at the rivals camp, uh, back in what, when was it? March, April, May, one of those days, one of those months. Um, but yeah, he, he looks pretty good back then. He looks pretty good on his senior tape. He looks pretty good, uh, overall, like he, uh, really good handwork. Um, and that, that's big when it comes to offensive linemen. It's a very underrated trait that a lot of people don't talk about enough, in my opinion. Um, uh, pretty solid bend, um, dominated the trenches against, I know obviously Clearview doesn't play the toughest competition in the world. But I mentioned it in his commitment article, uh, 87 pancakes over and zero sacks allowed over two seasons. Uh, that would be his junior and senior year, obviously. But uh, that's, that's, that's an impressive feat. I mean, um, dominated his competition, good pad level, can work a little bit on his pass blocking. But he does give the running backs enough room when he is blocking to um, kind of break. He breaks off those defensive linemen occasionally and gives those running backs a little bit more space and a little bit more uh, – I, I don't even know what I'm saying right now. <laughs> a little bit more room to get the running backs out and about and get them in open field. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I like this get a lot. And, and you beat out a couple big-name programs as well. I know uh, for a fact, Pet, obviously he tweeted it out, but Pittsburgh, Syracuse, West Virginia, Maryland all re-offered as soon as he – as soon as Fickle left. Um, Rutgers actually never re-offered. They just offered straight up because they didn't offer in the first place. Um, and then, uh, Penn state gave him a call Nebraska had an in-home with him yesterday with EJ Barthel, who's, who's going to be a pain in the neck in the near future. But, uh, yeah, I mean, this is, this is a good get. You beat out a couple power five programs and Augie Hoffman quietly pulling his weight, uh, between Jasheer Peterson, John Stone, and now Nick, Ol- uh, I knew I was going to fuck it up. Oliver. <laughs> I knew I was going to mess it up. 
Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, uh, like I said, Augie's kind of quietly pulling his weight on the, the recruiting trail. Yeah, this is a solid late edition, and to get that many offers, you know, right after you decommit or right before you decommit, um, more were coming, I'm sure. If you would have stayed on the market for the next week or two, you would have had some bigger name offers. So I, I do view this as a, a really nice pickup this late in the, in the, the class. Um, obviously, you, you mentioned it already. Clearview does not typically have a ton of uh, high-level recruits. Mm-hmm. In fact, I looked uh, on the Rivals database, and there isn't a single commitment from Clearview Regional High School in the database. That's not saying that they never sent any kids to the college in the Rivals era, but there's none listed in the Rivals database. So a big congrats to him on being the first Power 5 kid in a long time out of Clearview. Um, but what does this commitment say about the how they're planning to round out the the scholarship of uh, allotment this year, I'll say, because it seems like we've made quite a few uh, offers in the high school class of 23 uh, the last few weeks. Tell us a little bit about a few of the other kids that look like we, they just got offers from Rutgers. Yeah, so um, it does seem, I, I hate to say this, because a lot of people are going to be pissed about this, and I, I'm a little mad about it, including uh, as well. Jeez, I can't talk today. Need another call. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, it's uh, it seems like the, the fact that they're sending out all these high school offers is means they're going to kind of trend away from the portal a little bit, which is a little bit of concerning, but – you got to see what happens, I guess. Um, they're still going to hit the portal. They obviously already offered an offensive lineman in Nick DeGuglio. I don't even know if I pronounced that one right. But uh, that's the only alignment. That's actually the only offensive prospect they've uh, offered so far in the portal. Um, but, yeah, they, they in terms of high school kids, uh, Chim De Ono, who's a, a Old Dominion commit, he's, he's actually a pretty solid kid, it seems like. He uh, great size. He's like a legit 6'6", 270. Um, track, uh, not track, uh, shot put like a uh, champ or state champ or something like that. All I know is that it, he, he won shot put in his high school and he got a couple medals. So I, I'm assuming that means state champ when they're gold and he's like this. So, um, but, uh, other than him, Nadir Chichiri, who uh, also could be an offensive lineman, but he's technically a tight end at the moment. He's kind of that Victor Kanopka type build where he can, you're not really sure what he's going to be yet. If he puts on a couple pounds, it's like, all right, yeah, no, you got to move the line. Like you can't move. Like you can't run routes, like so. Um, mm-hmm. it, it seems like they're heavily focused on high school kids still at the moment, which I I don't blame them. But you have to do a little bit of both. Um, it is it is tough to do both, but you you got to get um you have this giant uh, assistant coaching pool now. You got to have guys doing this. You got to have guys doing that. So, um, Vincent Jackson Carroll, defensive tackle out of Pennsylvania. I know as of right now, he's still scheduled to visit Rutgers on the sixteenth. Uh, but Georgia and Florida just offered. I know Georgia's D-line coach will be there. What's today? Tuesday. He'll be there tomorrow to check in on them. Let's see if that offer is legit or not. Um, it's technically an offer per se. When I say, when I say legit, it's an offer per se, like verbally, but the D-line coach is going to go there and he's like, all right, this kid's actually like legit 6'6 or 6'5 or whatever he is, like 280, mm-hmm. 290. So they're going to go in there and he'll talk to him. He'll talk to the coaching staff and then they'll kind of decide from there if they want to, host him for an official visit or not. I think if Georgia pushes, it, it's not a question. He's going to end up going to Georgia. Um, they are defending national champs. I, I think they're probably going to win it again, to be honest. So it's a hard. They're game. certainly the favorite right now. Yeah. I mean, hard to sell that program there, but um, I mean, yeah. So it's, those are probably the main guys. I feel like I'm missing someone mm-hmm. that I can't think of off the top of my head, but I think those are all the new offers. Um, what about it, the uh, the kid out of uh, Maryland, uh, the defensive lineman? Defensive lineman. Uh, you went to high school with Keontae Hamilton. You, 
Oh, no, Nandi uh, Ude, Ude, Udegu. Udegu. I think I got that right, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> no, it sounds like um, he's just been very quiet. It doesn't seem like there's anything new on him at the moment. Um, I know Rutgers pursued him quite a bit in the in the past this summer. <clears throat> um, it seemed like Vanderbilt, Vanderbilt made a pretty big push, and then Rutgers backed off a little bit, and now it seems like both backed off completely. It's, uh, it's very, very quiet. Uh, nothing's going on there. We'll have to see, wait and see until next weekend. Maybe if Jackson Carroll cancels that Rutgers visit, you re, uh, re-pursue. Or, I, I'm, dude, my, my English is just brutal today. Um, <laughs> they're just going to look again at Udiego and uh, check him out and maybe maybe pr- pursue him again, maybe push him pretty heavily, and you probably land him. But uh, right now, this the whole setup that I'm hearing is this weekend's going to be all portal guys, no high school kids. And the weekend after it will be all the high school kids because it makes sense, honestly. Get the high school kids on on campus the weekend right before signing day, so it's the yeah. freshest thing in their head. It's Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It's three day visit. Then Monday, Tuesday goes by. Wednesday, it's like, oh, got to pick a school. Sign done. Well, I done think deal. Monday and Tuesday too are like a quiet period, right? Yeah, it's like a quiet dead yeah. period. So like you can't talk to them, but like Sunday is the last thing in their head, and it's like, hey, we just had lunch and dinner or breakfast or whatever with the with Greg Shiano at his house and mm-hmm. all that good stuff. Yeah. And my parents can't stop raving about how great like Shiano is and this and that. And it's like, Oh, maybe I should just sign with Rockers. Like, Oh, there you go. Woo-hoo. So yeah. I think we'll, we'll see a lot of commitments over the next couple of weeks. So you're saying this weekend sounds like it's going to be a transfer portal visit weekend. That's um, the plan. Obviously some, some of the offers that we've made, we made four offers from right uh, as of right now. Um, Nick Carjulo is how you pronounce his last name uh, from Yale. He's the yeah. offensive lineman. So close. Braden Fisk is the defensive lineman from Western Michigan. He's an interior defender. He's got a ton of offers. I have a hard time believing he's going to end up at Rutgers. Mm-hmm. Anthony Goodlow is a defensive end from Tulsa who Rutgers has offered. Also ended up picking a ton of offers up. He's He went to Tulsa. He went to uh, high school in Oklahoma. He's got an Oklahoma State offer. I imagine it's going to be hard to beat there. Uh, and Eric Rogers is the most recent offer yesterday. He's a corner out of Northern Illinois. He fits the size and length profile that uh, Rutgers looks for in its corners. He's from Burlington Township High School. This is a kid who hasn't reported any other offers. It doesn't seem like he's kind of that active on Twitter in general. Um, this is a kid who's also very close with Chris Long on the team. He's very close with former Rutgers offense or former Rutgers. Wide receiver uh, Everett Warmly, who also went to Burlington Township. What are you hearing about Eric Rogers? So yeah, I mean, going down that list, I just I want to go back to it real quick. Nick, say it again. I can't say it. Garjulo. The Garjulo. I'll remember that. Garjulo. 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 All right, there we go. Ingrained in my head forever. Um, he's going to be one to watch because I know Rutgers really wants him. Um, his profile pick. I can't get over it. It's it's pretty wild. I know. Um, he looks. He looks like a. You know, a rookie police officer. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just it's an insane picture. But uh, I would keep an eye on, close an eye on him. The two defensive linemen, Fisk, I, I don't think has any shot at Rutgers. He went to Notre Dame last week. It sounds like a couple others are pursuing. Uh, other big name, big name power fives are pursuing. Uh, Goodlow, you mentioned he's from Oklahoma. He's got Oklahoma State. I'd actually keep an eye on Arizona State there. Um, I know that new coach juice is always a is always a thing, whether you believe it or not. Um, so Dillingham down at Arizona State is going to have a little bit of juice there. Um, but I, I know Rutgers is pursuing there a little bit, so we'll, we'll we'll keep an eye on that one. But Rogers, like you said, only mention, offer mentioned so far is Rutgers, South Jersey kid, friends with Chris Long, friends with Everett Wormley. Mind you, it didn't work out for Wormley as well. 
Um, but uh, I, I really think Rutgers is in good position there. It sounds like he's going to visit this weekend. I'd be a little shocked if he didn't end up with the Scarlet Knights. Now, where do you put him? I don't know. He's like 6'2", so maybe you put him and you have two, two big-ass safeties back there with uh, Igbenosin and him, or maybe maybe you put him at corner where he's been. Um, that's for the, def- the defensive staff to decide. You have enough DB coaches on staff that I'm sure they can figure it out. You have like four technically yeah. if you count Chiano and Harris Simiak. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, I, I really think Rutgers isn't good with them, and that might be your first uh, your first portal kid of the, uh, the ex- this, these exciting times. We'll call it that. <laughs> yeah, and to give you guys a little bit of background on him, uh, he's a class of 2020 recruit. He, he redshirted his freshman year at, at Northern Illinois, and then as a redshirt freshman in 2021, he uh, came out of training camp a starter. He started the first five games in 2021 for Northern Illinois. <clears throat> Went down for, with an injury. He missed the remain the remaining seven games of 2021. <clears throat> and then this year, yeah, he, he entered the season as a starter again. He started the whole season outside two games. So he played 15 games total at Northern Illinois. Uh, this year, I believe his PFF grade was like a 66.3, which isn't great. I think he was like right in the middle of the pack, but he's still young. I mean, I, I do criticize the staff um, sometimes, but I do trust their their opinion on defensive backs more than probably any other position. So if they like this guy, then I'm 100% on board. Um, I, I, sure. I imagine he visits soon um, if, if, yeah. if I had to make a bet without knowing any information about it. Um, well, like I said, it sounds like it's going to be this weekend. I haven't 100% confirmed it, but it's a rumor mill. So um, I do want to talk to Rutgers guy or two New Jersey guys who entered the portal yesterday. Uh, first, Devin Leary, the quarterback out of NC State. Um, he's a guy who went to Timber Creek. I think we touched on him yesterday briefly. Mm-hmm. Uh, doesn't seem like he's going to end up at Rutgers. So I'm going to just put that out there. But what do you, yeah. are, are you hearing the same thing? It sounds like Illinois and Notre Dame are making a heavy push. I know we talked about it in the pod yesterday. It sounds like Illinois is pretty legit there. Um, and it would just be Leary to Leary eventually. And that would be the – transcendence or that's probably a weird word for it, but you, uh, <laughs> you get what I'm saying. Um, yep. he, he wants to go to, he wants to finish his career off with a program where he can get a couple wins, show off his skills again, prove he's healthy, all that good stuff. So that, that is the, uh, the, what do you call it? That's the decision right now. It the sounds like Larry, yeah. yeah. So it doesn't seem like Rutgers is in it with this one. Um, as of now, it doesn't seem like Rutgers is in it with any quarterbacks, which, each your own with that opinion. Um, I'm going to say it's a bad move, but that's, like I said, everyone has their opinion on that one. You could say uh, it seems like Wimsat's probably still the guy for next year and going forward. Yeah. Um, again, we talked a lot about this yesterday, but we'll see if that strategy changes at all once an offensive coordinator gets named, you know, if that ever happens at this point. Um, no. You've got a couple of competition now. Ohio State's open now. OC. <laughs> yeah, a lot, a lot. I mean, a lot of schools, I mean, this is the shuffle period. So we're seeing a lot of weird stuff happen, like the Louisville coach going to Cincinnati. That seems like a lateral move at best. Um, Not even like he got paid a ton more money. That kind of reminds me of when uh, when Dana Holgerson left West Virginia for, for Houston. Mm-hmm. Everyone was like, why would he do that? That's like a step down. You reset your clock at these schools when you're able to, like, jump off of a, you know, a ship that's barely Burning holding ship, water. Yeah. <laughs> like Louisville hasn't been doing that great in a long time. Like they ha- obviously had the Lamar Jackson years, but I mean, th- outside of like Bobby Petrino, nobody's really been able to have success there. So 
it makes sense mm-hmm. to ch- jump off, restart your, your coaching clock at another school and, and kind of build good grace again. I'd be um, intrigued to see them going after Brom. I just don't know if they'll do it or if he would leave. Like it's a, it is a, that's a, that's another one. It's a big problem mm-hmm. to step down because the big tens, the big 10 right it now is. It's the top two conference, but it's his home. It's Louisville alumni, blah, 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 all that good stuff. So. I'm sure he's had other opportunities to go to Louisville and drop oh, yeah. down to um, probably. So unless he's just like, you know, passionate about, you know, returning his, his alma mater to, to former glories. then I, I, that from a career decision standpoint, it wouldn't make sense. Um, yeah. But the other, the other transfer portal guy from New Jersey I wanted to talk about was uh, a guy that we also referenced yesterday, Jaden Bellamy from Notre Dame. Yes. Um, this is a kid I expect Rutgers to go hard after. Are you are you expecting the same thing? Yeah, it sounds it sounds like that. Um, I don't know what the deal was with uh, at Notre Dame, but he obviously didn't play a whole lot. Um, it does seem like he uh, Rutgers is going to pursue heavily. I, like I said yesterday, they finished second for him. Um, if it's, he, it sucks because there's there's this one really good picture, and I was so hyped about about the picture. And it's Greg trying to teach like footwork technique to both him and Igbenosin at the same exact time. And I was like, oh, this is going to be a great photo. Igbenosin is going to be at Rutgers. And I haven't been able to use the photo whatsoever. So maybe I can kind of crop out Igbenosin a little bit and I can use this photo again, but not optimistic on that, but uh, on the cropping job, more more so than Bellamy coming to Rutgers. Um, I think they have a really good shot there. Now there's probably going to be a lot of competition for him. Um, I know Penn State liked him out of high school. I know Pittsburgh liked him out of high school. I know Maryland obviously pursued pretty heavily, Syracuse, et cetera. Um, Syracuse is basically New Jersey DBU at this point, it seems like. So, uh, yeah, I think I think uh, Rutgers has a pretty good shot there. We'll, we'll wait and see what happens. But uh, I wouldn't be shocked if he, take, he took a visit this weekend either. Like this is, like I said, this is the portal weekend. This is, uh, I don't know when the actual portal date closes. I think it's like the first week of January or something. Mm-hmm. So uh, you kind of got to get these visits in pretty quickly because one yeah. weekend, and a lot of these teams are going to be at bowl games. Let's not forget yep. that. So you kind of have to work around this. Like they're going to be practicing, they're going to be away practicing at all these neutral sites. And I, I don't, I don't know what the ruling is per se with recruits going to watch a bowl game practice. Like if you're in Florida, obviously you'll have Florida recruits come watch on their own dime. Mm-hmm. You can't pay for anything. But <clears throat> if you're like. Uh, if you're like, say, say you, I, it's a weird example, but it's the only one I really know off the top of my head. If you're Penn State, like you're in California, you're not really going to recruit California that much, but yeah. Yep. So it, it kind of hurts some teams. So now you got to go out to California pretty soon to go start, rec- start practicing, getting used to the temperatures, all that, and practicing at whatever high school or they're at. So it's, it's going to be tough. I mean, you got to get these kids on campus ASAP, either this weekend or next weekend. And it sounds like for Rutgers, that's going to be this upcoming weekend. So keep, keep an eye on the boards because we'll, we'll have all kinds of, uh, confirmations of this guy visiting this guy visiting wow look at that secret visitor that i can't see in the back of that instagram story but i'll find out who it is <laughs> yeah i imagine that's a, a really fun uh feel like a bit like a you know a sleuth trying to figure out all that information because you know mm-hmm. you're, you're trying to confirm whether somebody made it to campus and then you look at you know recruit number two's instagram story and he's arm in arm with them they're having fun at like david Buster's oh yeah it's like oh, you yeah, can confirm yeah. that but then when you see like the one in the background it's like i feel like an fbi agent like i crop it i try to like clear yeah. it up and it's like who is that who is who is that yeah exactly yeah. who is that <laughs> i can't tell damn it oh it's tough it is tough sometimes but uh yeah um, I'm seeing something 
in the transfer portal thread. I don't know if you want to open that up right now. Uh, oh, somebody's reporting go. that somebody's projecting Bellamy to, to Rutgers, and I believe that. Um, well, I can't say who him. it is, but um, is it kick? No, it's not kick. It's it's somebody's reporting that a uh, a site is reporting Bellamy like a projection for Bellamy to Rutgers. Um, it might not be rivals. I'll just say that. Oh yeah, and you can mention who it was. It's an Irish insider, but I I don't I don't trust like. I guess I don't know. I don't know how I feel about like other network sites like reporting on stuff like that because like you look at some people's like crystal balls and future casts from like other sites, and I'm like, yeah, dude, like I, you just predicted him to Rutgers. I'm like, yeah, but you're like ten of like twenty eight. Like I I don't trust you. Yeah, the guy who projected them is actually the the publisher or like the lead guy at, at Notre Dame. Is that Tom Moy? Yeah, Tom Moy. Yeah, uh, I don't know his hit rate. I'm trying to find that now. But I mean, I I think it's a safe, like I said, it's a pretty safe bet considering the fact that it's it's Rutgers, like it's yep. Jersey, it's home. Like he was, they finished number two. Like I thought that was a pretty safe assumption at that point, and. Like I said, I wouldn't be shocked if he visited this weekend. Um, now, wh- where do you play him? He's, I'm pretty sure he's a cornerback, if I recall correctly. He's like 5'10", yes. 5'11". But he was rail thin, so he's got to pack out some pounds, like ASAP. Yep. But then again, like uh, Longer Bean was pretty rail thin. Chris Long, still pretty thin. And those two played pretty early at cornerback. Um, Max Melton, I think, played year one, um, like immediately, almost. Um, Avery Young played immediately. They were, I guess, you could get away with being pretty thin at quarterback um, compared to most positions. The more I think about it, yeah. I mean, this is a kid that, like, I know that our our site was super, super high on, like, possibly mm-hmm. best player in the state type hype from him his senior year. Um, I know he was a high three star, but he probably deserved to be rated higher. Would you agree with that? I know you guys were pushing for a four star status for him for a while. Yeah, I was a little shocked he didn't get it. Um, trying to look back at who else was in that class. Uh, yeah, honestly, I you know who I liked the most in that class, and I I think I'm tooting my own horn again. And I said it on the boards: number one in that class should have been Kenny Fletcher. Can't change yeah. my mind on that one. He's been phenomenal. I would have dropped Gould under him. I thought Bellamy was better than Gould. I think Keith Miles was okay. I don't think he's anywhere near the top five. So right then and there, there's two out of the top five. And I'd probably put him at three or four. Um, I think it's hard to put him above Igmanosin because we this that's, a, that's an SEC starter year one. Like Yeah. Pretty good. Um we can also kill that uh transfer rumor considering Lane Kiffin stayed. Yep. And Jacob Jacob Allen. Um, Jacob Allen was a tough one to rate, in my opinion, um, because he didn't have junior tape. Uh, his senior tape was solid, but I, I just – I don't know. A lot of people, like, had him as number one, and I just didn't see it. I thought Kenny Fletcher was the better of the <laughs> two prospects. Uh, but, yeah, no, no. Jaden Bellamy was definitely uh, – should have been top five, at least, if not top four, if not higher. I mean, you can argue that, too. So – um, one interesting thing is that I'm looking at the, the rivals transfer portal rankings right now, which is a new feature you guys should definitely check out. It's uh, mm-hmm. they're re-ranking every portal entry and then kind of have like a top 100 based on that. So it, it changes. It's like the stock market daily. changes drastically daily. Yep. Like for example, you know, yesterday DJ Ugulalele was the number one uh, rated recruit mm-hmm. in the transfer portal. Um, and then Devin Leary enters, and now he's the number one rated recruit. Um, mm-hmm. So that kind of gives you an idea of where Devin Leary sits on the the portal rankings. He is ranked the number one 
portal recruit by rivals.com yeah. at the moment. So very highly rated. Um, looking down this list, there's a Doesn't few other stop quarterbacks. At Doesn't, it goes all the way to 187 at the moment. It will be at 200 okay. when it's all said and done. Um, I, we're debating going to 250. So, And it, it's cool because you can also go to, like uh, I believe you can go to the history now. So if you go to like the top right okay. versions, like you can go to yesterday's and I'll show you like gotcha. who finished the day as number one. But throughout the day, it's going to be updated, obviously. Um, there, there is some interesting names out there, like Brendan Armstrong, who a lot of people might mm-hmm. call. I think he's in the top 20. Um, there's, there's a ton of quarterbacks out there. Like it's, it's insane. Nick Evers, Haynes King, uh, Phil Jerkovich, obviously is already committed now, but. Quarterback. Did he like, officially commit? I knew he was rumored Pittsburgh. to be up at Pittsburgh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I should have known that with Signetti uh, there. Yeah. Everyone's favorite DB is at 110. Like, a lot of good names. Could you see Rutgers taking him to lock up uh, Jaden Bellamy? Um, I could. But if you don't have to, I, I wouldn't. Um, yeah. Scholarships are tight. That's that's just the way it is. I'm not saying like obviously there's a lot of room still, and you can kind of always like make room if you need be. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I, if you don't have to, I wouldn't because I just think he's such a tweener. He's injury prone. He's got two ACL injuries, so it's tough. So basically, me saying that on a podcast is going to guarantee he won't talk to me ever again. But and just being honest, like it's tough. Like I I I said it yesterday. I've had two ACL injuries. It's hard to recover. Like. I used to be able to dunk a tennis ball. Now, you know what I can do? I can like touch the net. Like that's <laughs> can't get up like I used to. It's it's maybe it's my age, maybe it's the knees, maybe it's combination. It's 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 rough. Like it's a hard recovery. Yeah. Um, and then, then the tweener tweener status I was talking about. He played DV his entire life, and then like he's kind of a linebacker build now at this point. You pack on ten pounds, he's a hundred percent a linebacker. Can he I mean, that's linebacker? not necessarily a bad thing, though. Like, if he if he has the the mentality to play linebacker, Rutgers needs linebackers. Like, but if he doesn't have the size, and that's like, like he doesn't have the size, he doesn't have the speed, and the lack of speed with linebackers is is huge nowadays. Like, you'll watch, wait till you see Moses Walker next year, and you're like, holy shit! Like, where'd that come mm-hmm. from? And it's like, dude, that's I cannot wait about. to see like, Moses Walker. And and you say that as a, so good. Yeah, Moses Walker tore his ACL last year, yeah. so one one, not two though. <sighs> Yeah, um, yeah. So exciting stuff. Uh, I think if we did end up landing Jaden Bellamy, I think that would be a massive commitment. Um, mm-hmm. He's not ranked yet, but he'll he'll be in the rankings soon enough, I'm sure. Yeah, he's a kid that like similar to Aaron Lewis. Like, if if a guy transfers after his freshman year, I feel like you can't necessarily write him off the same way you could after a guy who hasn't played who transfers after his junior year or something like that. Like, this is just a kid, like, it wasn't working out for him for whatever reason at Notre Dame. And maybe he just wants to be closer to home. You yeah. Know, there's a ton of reasons why he could have been transferring. There were two freshman corners playing ahead of him. Um, I was reading that he was on the um, the concussion protocol at some point this season for, for Notre Dame. So um, this would be a great pickup. So Yeah. Remember, keep, remember keep when it boards. was... It was always about like, hey, like a kid transferred like colleges. Like, God, do we really want him? He's transferring colleges already after one year. And yeah. now it's like, oh, that kid transferred three times and he did this, this, this. I don't care. Come on. Like, just wild. We had though. such a we had such a just low hit up. rate for a long time with all transfers. Like, yeah. I remember when we would take like a guy like uh, Marcus Witherspoon from Michigan, who was, one. was from South Jersey. There was another kid from the Hun School. His name was, was Anthony. Wrestler? Was that the wrestler? No, the the wrestler. What do you mean? 
there was like a wrestler. He was like a wrestling kid, but he transferred in for football, and he was like one of the top wrestlers. I forget what his name was. Someone's gonna put it in the comments later on. Yeah, was a big name um, wrestling guy, but he transferred. He played football at like a big school, and then transferred back home to Rutgers, and then it just never worked out for football. Yeah, honestly, yeah. Escaping me. Oh, 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 oh. Um, I can't remember. But whatever. Well, someone, yeah. like I said, someone's gonna say it in the in the comments. So there's your hand. Yeah, Go in the comments, hit subscribe, <laughs> comment, rate, all that good stuff, and and then answer the question. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Stay tuned to good. boards. There's gonna be a lot more news coming. Um, this is a wild time of the year. Everything's so hyper condensed. So we, I'm sure we'll have. We we'll probably have another instant reaction podcast or two. And the guy I was thinking of was Anthony Lalota. Remember he went to Michigan from the Hunt was School and trans no, 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 not the wrestler, but this Where's is kid who... shit, man. I got pissed me. You're not off. thinking of Andrew Campletano, are you? The linebacker. Yes. yes. Okay. Yeah, so I think that's who it was, right? Andrew Campletano. So I remember he so he was like literally one of the best high school wrestlers in New Jersey history from Boundbrook. And uh Greg took him as a football recruit and it didn't work out. And I think he ended up joining the wrestling program. Maybe that's who you're thinking of. Maybe that's what I was thinking. No, after transferring it. No, he transferred in from Ohio state. Oh, Camp Latano did. Yeah. Yeah. So he was at Ohio state first and then Greg okay. took him for football. It didn't work out. And I think he went to wrestling after. Got it. Okay. That's that makes sense. Yes. 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 Or something like that. I, I there's some, there's some, I'm reading about it now. I just saw the, the title. But uh, yeah, that that was the kid I was thinking of. Correct. You guys can Got still it. comment and hit all the subscribe button and all that. Yeah, uh, I do appreciate the people who did give us a review recently. That really does help bump us up. Where I mean, um, I'm sure anybody who listens to this pod probably listens to other Rutgers podcasts. Uh, the Scarlet Spotlight announced that they're um, R.I.P. After five years, they're going to um, retire the podcast. Um, those guys, if you want to hear their did final pod, I think it comes out next week. Did you hear what they said at the end of their pod? Mm-mm. They said, everyone go to the Night Report podcast and listen to them. They're the new premier podcast of Rutgers Athletics. Yeah. They, I, I, you know what? Now that you mentioned that, they did say that. And uh, we really thank them for saying that. So um, anybody who is not subscribed already, please give us a five-star review. Please subscribe. Please uh, follow the YouTube channel and subscribe to the YouTube channel. We really appreciate all you guys for, for joining us once again. Is there anything else you want to touch on before we sign off today, Richie? Sorry, thing i have one bone to pick whoever you are whoever you are that son of a bitch who didn't give us a five-star review oh we made it all 4.9 now we'll find yeah i hope you stub your toe really hard on uh you get a paper cut right in between your fingers (laughs) right in between the fingers a little webbing and then you just hope you're what what what, what was the chance the rapper song hope there's snow in your driveway hope you get a paper cut (laughs) Hope you work at a Fridays and it's busy on Friday, always on Fridays. Oh, Something like that. God. Oh, we've gone off the you, rails here. You, that guy. I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. We really appreciate the haters uh, for fueling us. Yeah. And here um, we go. Here come all the 4.9s. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, thanks again for tuning in. Stay tuned to the board. Stay tuned to your Twitter feed. Stay tuned to your podcast feed because I'm sure this is not going to be the last instant reaction podcast we put out over the next couple of weeks. But for me to see, this has been another edition of the Night Report Podcast. Signing off.
thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.